You're listening to Raising Perdition, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. This podcast is for anyone who wants more Supernatural content or anyone just starting the show. I'm Beth Brin. I'm Hannah Barrow. And I'm Abby Jo Morton. And we're your hosts. Let's jump in. Raising Perdition is intended for adult audiences, and our episodes may contain PG-13 and R-rated language. We advise listener discretion for discussions of violence, sexual assault, eating disorders, and other topics some listeners may find disturbing. We want to empower you, our audience, with the knowledge you need to make healthy decisions about how and if you should consume this podcast content. Welcome back to Raising Perdition, where we still don't really know how to open up the podcast, which is probably how it's going to be forever. I'm Beth. I'm how are you guys doing? Oh. <laughs> Hannah. It's Okay. <laughs> I figured we would all introduce ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Hannah, and I'm great. I'm Abby Joe, and I'm doing wonderfully. Awesome. How are you, Beth? I'm good. It's getting hot outside, so I'm dying, but it's fine. Same. We're all good. Um, it's good to be back with you guys to film another film, record Our another exercise. Fifth exercise. <laughs> I read something and said, I'm so confused. Jesus Christ. It's our fifth episode. We do it is our fifth episode. That is really milestone. exciting. I feel like we're starting to like get into a little groove of like how we want to do things. Um, except for open our, it. Yeah. Except for what? Open. The opening. Oh yeah. No opening. No clue. Is going to forever be. I don't know. How, we don't. We don't have an opening. So. We're doing the fifth episode. Uh, this one's called Bloody Mary, which I will refrain from saying three times in a row because I am superstitious. Um, it was directed by Peter Ellis, who directs one more episode this season, and he passed away. Um, actually, it's going to be 16 years tomorrow as filming, oh, wow. April 24th. Um, and they like do a tribute to him in season two, like a little like uh, in memory of. Um, but so this episode was directed by Peter Ellis and it's another teleplay by Ron Milbauer and Terry Hughes Burton with the story by Eric Kripke. Yes. Buckle up. It's a long one. So get comfortable. Um, first of all, the locations in this episode are Toledo. There's only two Toledo, Ohio and Fort Wayne, Indiana. That's it. So you don't have to keep up with all these different places just the two Ohio and Indian I know so as I said it's a long summary but I want everyone to be aware of what happens in this episode so here we go in Toledo Ohio three young girls are playing truth or dare two of the girls jokingly dare their friend Lily to look into the mirror and repeat Bloody Mary three times not knowing this will unleash a series of mysterious murders starting with Lily's father Meanwhile, Sam is having nightmares about Jessica. At the morgue, Sam and Dean find Lily's father's eyes were liquefied, which the doctor is calling a massive stroke. Dean and Sam determine Mary must be able... Wait. Strike that. They visit Lily's house, <laughs> and they meet her sister, Donna, and Donna's friends, Jill and Charlie, who are... Charlie, who is suspicious of the brothers. Later that night, Jill and Charlie are on the phone, and Jill says the phrase three times in the bathroom, jokingly, then is killed when her reflection says, you did it. 
you killed that boy. Sam and Dean find she killed a young boy named Gary Bryman in a hit and run. Later, they find the name Linda Shoemaker, suggesting Lily and Donna's dad may have been involved in their mother's suspicious overdose on sleeping pills. And this is where Sam and Dean determine Mary must be able to move through various reflective surfaces and kill people who have dark secrets. While researching deaths of women named Mary who died in front of a mirror, Dean finds a Mary Worthington from Fort Wayne, Indiana. They visit the police detective who worked her case and learn he has a theory that a surgeon, Trevor Sampson, was the murderer because Mary was going to tell his wife they were having an affair and he, quote unquote, professionally removed her eyes. Mary was cremated, but her mirror was given back to the family who then sold it to an antique store. Meanwhile, Donna says the phrase three times at school because she thinks Charlie is delusional for believing this legend killed Jill and her father. When Charlie begins seeing Mary's reflection, Dean and Sam get her in their hotel room with no reflective surfaces showing and find she had a boyfriend who killed himself. Sam has the idea to summon Mary in the antique store, then smash the mirror with her in it because he knows she will come after him because of his secret. Before he's able to smash it, his reflection begins blaming him for Jessica's death, saying he had nightmares about it days before. Dean smashes the mirror and Mary emerges from the frame in a terrifying way. (laughs) Dean shows Mary her own reflection, which confu- uh, no, accuses her of killing all the people that she killed. Mary dies, and Dean smashes the mirror. Later, Sam tells Charlie she shouldn't feel guilty for her boyfriend's death, and Dean tells Sam that's good advice. Dean asks Sam what his secret was, but he says he chooses to keep it to himself. Then Sam sees Jessica in a white gown on a street corner, and she disappears. And that is the end of the episode. Noise. Thank you for that summary. Yeah. Um, so one thing I wanted to know about the cold open that I just kind of realized, um, like while watching, um, cause I was expecting the supernatural logo to come up after the cold open. Cause that's how it is in later seasons. But I realized that they don't, they're not doing that in the first season or they're not right now. And I just wanted to note that cause I was like, huh? Cause I was like, wait, as I was doing the outline and I do that scene by scene and it cuts to Sam and I was like, wait a second, <laughs> where is the supernatural logo? Yeah. But it already happened. There were a lot mm-hmm. of um, like scene transitions in this one that was just like a blur, just like blurred mm-hmm. into like they just faded into it instead yeah. of like it being like cut. So, yep. Yeah. Um, so in the cold open, we have the three little girls who are doing fun, silly um, sleepover things. things, you know, summoning a vengeful spirit, just girly things. Mm-hmm. Um, would never do that. Never, ever, ever would oh, do that. I, no. We, no. growing up, I was, uh, I can't, I, the only word I can think of is a word that I probably shouldn't say on the podcast, but like. Scared. I was a scaredy cat. There we go. For good yeah. reason, I think. Uh, yeah. Nobody no. wants to. Whatever happens when you say her name three times in the mirror, I would definitely have never done it because I don't no. want to know. I don't no. want to know what happens. I don't want to know. Even if it's nothing, I don't want to know. I feel like Hannah and I definitely had at least one friend who was willing to try, but I did not want to be a part of it. I was like, I would hey. say, can you wait until I leave? I'm going to call my mom to come get me. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and I'm going to go with her. Yeah, and I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of this narrative. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the one thing I wrote down um, about this scene with the little girls is that the, like, I don't know, I guess she's supposed to be portrayed as kind of like the meaner little friend because mm-hmm. she's, like, making the girl do it. Lil- Lily? Lillian? Lily. 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 
Um, she's making Lily do it. She says, it doesn't matter who she is talking about Mary. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's just like a notable line like of how history usually like treats like women or like legends. It's like, it doesn't really matter who she is and like mm-hmm. how she actually died. What matters is that she kills people now or like, yeah, just like how like the narrative can change yeah. um, about women and stuff like that. Yeah, I think something important to note in this cold open when we see Lily say the phrase three times, um, there are rules. So it has to be in the mirror, of course. Mm-hmm. The lights have to be off, mm-hmm. and you have to have a candle with you. In the like, the candle is necessary, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was looking up different legends, and that was that was a thing from different legends. But I think it's important to point it out now because it might change a bit throughout the episode. Also, I just want to say this. I know I said this last week on the podcast, but this episode is terrifying to me because (laughs) I am someone who still to this day, 22 years old, and like when I walk by a mirror, I'm like, what if it works when I'm just thinking it? Like maybe even if I'm just thinking it, do you think that it still will do it? (laughs) So, um, yeah. I'd like to calm your mind. I'm almost positive it will. But you said that (laughs) demons could read our minds. But I guess she's not a demon. It's different. Yeah, you're right. You're right. She's not. She's, she's not gonna get you off of your mind. Um, I understand though, still being like wary because I'm, I'm 27 and I'm afraid of the dark. So. Well, I'll be honest. After I watched this episode today, I was scared to go in the bathroom and brush my teeth. So yeah, and I hadn't said her name at just, all out loud. I just right. heard it on the show like 10 times. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So casually, girls in their 20s. We're scared. We're owning up to what we're scared. Yeah, it's fine. Because we're adults and we can admit it. Yeah, everyone's we're mature, scared of We're mature. Absolutely. Um, the, I think the only other note I have about the cold open is that there is so much blood on the floor mm-hmm. from the yes. dad dying. I'm under the impression that the only thing that like was bleeding was his eyes. Well, the the medic the attendant later says that there was a there was heavy like cerebral bleeding. So I think okay. there was a ton of bleeding in his head in general. Mm-hmm. So I guess I guess that's what it is. It just seemed like a little over the top. It was a lot of blood, yeah. <laughs> because still, you still have to think it all came out of his eyes. So like that's still a very small two small openings for everything to come out of, in what I assume wasn't that long. We don't really know, yeah. I mean, I I guess we we don't don't. know, but... Um, Also, the daughter is a lot more curious than I would be because if I saw a puddle of blood on the floor, I would turn around. Um, But good for Donna. (laughs) I guess. Um, (laughs) I mean, she's now traumatized, and she gave a really good horror scream. She did. I feel like this episode really plays up to the horror genre that it was striving to be um, for the first season, and... I think this is a good episode to like it's horrifying. map that. Yes. Yeah, it is horrifying. <laughs> so, we were we were accurately scared. Consider me horrified. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we move on to scene two, which is like a direct cut from the screen to Sam having a nightmare about Jess's death. Mm-hmm. Um, what's notable is that like the fire is now blue, which it kind of mimics the uh, supernatural opening yeah mm-hmm. like it's in blue um which i think is why i've noticed it this time because i was expecting the opening before mm-hmm. and then the fire being blue made me think of it yeah um and she jessica says why sam 
during mm-hmm. the nightmare. So he wakes up and um, Dean wants him to talk about it, asks him to talk about it, and Sam refuses. Um, he kind of just like makes light of it being a nightmare, like, oh, no big deal, where are we? Like, basically just wants to yeah. move right on. Um, so he won't be open with Dean. Yeah. And um, this is just a total, total side note. But so Sam looks at the newspaper and is like, well, let's go figure out what happened to this guy right before the next scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Stephen Shoemaker's, you know, little like thing in the obituary. obituary. Yeah, thing. thank you, obituary, about how his when his funeral's going to be. And it's on November 21st, which is mine and Abby's mom's birthday. I put that in my oh, notes too, happy Hannah. Happy birthday, Jenny. Happy birthday, Mommy. <laughs> Sorry about no, listening to this, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like that you – I didn't notice that. Um, but it does put us back on, like, the correct timeline. Because when we remember back to Dead in the Water, the obituary was in, like, August, yeah. which did not line up to the yeah. timeline. So I'm glad they corrected that. And the next scene, they're going into the coroner's office. Um, they're trying to smooth talk their way. Dean specifically is trying to smooth talk his way into seeing the body. Um, and the guy's just not having it. And Dean, or Sam just pays him off. <laughs> so um, And Dean says, I earned that money. And he's like, in a poker game. And I'm like, yes, I he still earned it. Earned it. <laughs> <laughs> don't understand. I think that this is a really good opportunity to kind of show how Sam is morally. He does not think that that's earning it. He kind mm-hmm. of sees it as taking yeah. it. Um, we're learning here. I don't know if they've talked about it in previous episodes, but Dean can hustle. Um, he hustled pool. He hustles poker. And that's a significant way that he makes money. To live. He doesn't have a day job. Like, I'm sure he does, like, odd jobs or, like, has in the past, but we never see that. Mm-hmm. Um, or credit card fraud. Or Those credit card option. fraud. Yes. Um, and just like in the fir- in the pilot, when Sam screams about credit card fraud in <laughs> the middle of a gas station, um, Sam sees this as, like, a moral dark area. Like, he, he yeah. doesn't approve of that. Of a way of making money. Not it's not as if he's making money though, so I don't really know how he they have to have money. Right. They also very <laughs> unfortunately live in a capitalistic society. Right. Very interesting to me that he doesn't that he has like these morally like moral obligations that he feels like he needs to uphold. But he mm-hmm. also is just paying off an ass- right. a corner's assistant an to do something yeah. illegal. Yes. yes. That I mean they do something illegal in every episode. They <laughs> They, they are mm-hmm. criminals. Yes, they, they do illegal are. things. Yes. But I think this is like a... Sam has like total main character syndrome. You know, like they kind of both do. But I feel like specifically Sam in these early seasons really has main character syndrome. Um, and so his things of doing things illegal, digging up dead bodies, bribing the coroner to see the body is like justified to him. But just winning a game of poker or duping some guys at a pool bar or pool hall, what was that called? Pool, a place where you play pool. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and hustling them and like being shady about it. That was probably something that Sam had to grow up with, with John and all that. And so he already resents it. And so it's like a more, like he, he doesn't like it. So therefore it's bad. Yeah. yeah. If it, it's almost like if it benefits him, 
mm-hmm. then he likes it. And if it doesn't benefit him, then it's bad. I don't. He, there's <laughs> no. There's nothing that tells us he cheated at poker. No. He just pretended to be bad and then won a poker game, mm-hmm. probably. But that's not cheating. That's no. just. That's just strategy, yeah. If someone's dumb enough to bet money on poker, then... Yeah, if they are dumb enough to bet money and then be bad, that's their fault. Not right, me. like, don't be so bold. Like, right. Also, I think we see, like, other, like, instances later on in the show of Dean hustling in pool or poker. Um, I personally am very wary that people would be hustling me. If someone's extremely bad at something and then tries to bet money on it, I'm like... Yeah. Mm-mm. I would flag that personally. Yeah. Not that I'm going to go but be men playing pool wouldn't. and all that, but that's fair. Men would Maybe see it wouldn't. as more of like a, oh, I have They're a chance like, I'm going to take this him. money from Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't even think about yeah. that, Abby. That's probably right. Coming it's in because we're women. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're smarter. <laughs> we have, we have, yeah. We think critically about people's choices. Because and women we have go to college to get more knowledge. Boys and go to Jupiter to get, to get more Jupiter. You Absolutely. know it, girls. And you can quote me. <laughs> that, straight from straight from my mouth. I made that up. <laughs> um, there's some uh, girly sleepover lingo for you yeah. right there. If anyone's wondering, also brick wall waterfall, girl. You think you know? <laughs> etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. You know the rest. Loser, loser, double loser. As if. Like, yeah. We know. We know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> So um, they find this is where. Th- thank you, thank yeah. you for moving us on. This is where they talk to the attendant about how Stephen's eyes have, quote unquote, liquefied, and they're yes. like, "This makes no sense." And the guy's like, "I agree, but it happens." And then they bribe him for the police report as well, with again more money. Yep. Um, just as a flag, people who have watched the show, particularly starting in season four, will know. Abby Joe will not. Um, the way his eyes are liquefied are really reminiscent of a different type of death later on in the show. Yes. So just flagging that for, but it, yeah, but it's not that it's not that, but uh supernatural yeah. apparently liked it and wanted to bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Yes. So then, yeah. So then we get into scene four. So they're walking out though in scene three and um, one of them, I think Sam is like, Maybe it's just a weird medical thing. And Dean's like, it's never a weird medical thing. It's always something supernatural. I wrote that down too. It's never a coincidence. Yeah. And he specifically, he says like, in all of dad's years of hunting things, it's never been a coincidence. Yeah. So. It's good that they're so, so that they're self-aware. Yeah, like, they are. Because that's what I'm screaming at the show always. It's like, if you're ever thinking it's done too easily, it's because it was done too easily. However, yeah, I will say in the show, every freaking episode especially at towards the end of the show one of them brings up a case and the other one's like i don't think this is our gig and the other one's like i think it is and then they go check it out and it, every single episode every so single time this is not this is not the so last have, time we'll see they have this discussion and come just immediately forget it yeah each time each and every single time and it always is their kind of gig it always is it, but it's it not just even in a way they didn't expect yes. it is their gig it's still. always their gig but so then they're like, we need to go talk to the girls. We need to go talk to Lily and Donna and see what the heck is up. Mm-hmm. So they go there, and it happens to be Stephen's funeral happening right then. And they're like, we're underdressed. But they don't care. They're going to stay, of course. And so they go and talk to Donna. Um, and, um, yeah, mm-hmm. Lily is Sorry. like, it's because of me. Yeah, She's very distraught. She is. And Donna's like, you're an idiot. And she's like, 
No, baby. Yeah, no, sweetie, no. that's not it. Don't say that's that. I think that it's a one I did mark that they that Dean specifically notes out that they're underdressed. Um, I think that Dean is consistently aware of his place in the world, and he is consistently aware of how people perceive him. Um, kind of like what I've talked about, like his like self consciousness of not being educated stuff like that. I think that that has to do with that. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to bring that up yeah. that Dean yeah. pointed it out. Um, I don't think Sam cares as much. Right. I think Sam is just there to do the job and doesn't care if people notice him or not. Mm-hmm. I think that whenever there is siblings on screen, we should always be aware of how they mirror Sam and Dean. Um, We don't get like a ton of that in this episode, but it is just something we should always take note of. Donna is being very like sensitive to her younger sister, trying to reassure her that it's not her fault. We see that later on the episode where Dean mirrors that, trying to convince him that Jessica's death was not his fault. So, yeah, like that. Yeah. Absolutely. So how then, many times am I going to say I just wanted to flag that? Just, just start counting. <laughs> she just wants to flag it. She just wants to. It's going to be mine. So get this. That's what I'll. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we'll name this episode. Just want to flag this. We just want to. Flag just, it. I just want to flag it. Just write that down for later. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, they're talking to Donna, and um, she's you know saying thanks for coming, and then Lily says. It was Mary, and Donna's like, no, no, no. And then Dean's like, but your dad didn't say it. And Lily's like, well, I guess that's true. And then she, I guess, lets it go for a moment. Um, But then the guys are like, okay, thanks, and they go search the house. And they end up in the bathroom that Stephen died in because that's what they're doing, of course. They weren't just... Right, they're they were going. For all people are distracted at the yeah. funeral. They're gonna check out the house. Yeah, so they look around and nothing really weird. And they talk about the legend um, and how like there's so many different versions of this legend. She's a witch. She's a ghost. She mm-hmm. like I was also looking it up. Like sometimes you have to say it 46 times. Sometimes you have to say it three. Like it's just there's so many different <laughs> Who has versions. The time? Of right. You really want to do this. And, like, there's versions where you have to, like, flush the toilet. Like, so many different things. Yeah. So, but. Oh my word. Yeah. I but, face when I know. The toilet. The toilet. So, it really has to be in a bathroom. It does. In that case. Yeah. So, one and of the them. old gosh darn mirror. Yeah. One of y'all remind me, which one is the one that says, so this must be where she is. Like, she must be everywhere else. It's just legends. But here is where it's real. That Dean says that, I think. I don't remember one of them does. Um, it doesn't really matter. But yeah, so one of them is like... I think it might be Dean. I think it is too. Like, But those just are just legends. I can't remember it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. And then the other one's like, well, this must be where it's real. So then we kind of start to think like maybe she died here. But, but then they get caught by Charlie, the one who is suspicious of them. And she's like, tell me why you're really here. <laughs> or I'm going to scream. Very early 2000s girl. It yes. Is. It is. And then, so Sam's like, okay, here's the truth. We think something happened, and we're not leaving till we find out. He doesn't give any truth, really. He just says the exactly Very what they vague. already knew. Mm-hmm. But yeah. she's like, okay, what are you, cops? Cool. And he's like, some, Dane's like, something like that. And yeah. then, yeah, and then they're like, here's our phone number. Call us if anything happens. And then she looks terrified. She looks so scared when she takes their phone number. She's like wringing her hands. and I like, know. Mm-hmm. Poor girl. Um I have, I wrote down that Sam puppy dog eyes her with the truth. Yeah. <laughs> so, because that's. He does. Whenever Jared, like, acts that way, he, like, gets this slow. 
fast b boy it's like he's trying to supposed to be relatable Mm -hmm. it's like he's (laughs) trying to like smolder like flynn rider does also, when I think, think of Smolder, I think of Flynn Rider. Oh, yeah, well. I think I think most Absolutely. people do. If you don't, um, you can go ahead and get our age. <laughs> so, but when Sam listening. says, "Okay, here's the truth," Dean gives him a look like, "Are you about to tell her the truth?" Yeah, and then he does not. So, um, when they were talking about the case, I did write down that Dean said, um, "Did or one of them said?" Sorry, I've done. I thought it was Dean, but then immediately second-guessed myself. Okay. Um, but did Dad ever find any evidence that it was, um, like, the legend was real about bloody... You know who? <laughs> you know who. Um, and I just wrote that down, because when did John Winchester uh, have anything helpful to say? Right. Yeah. You know, like, I just, I don't think he was a very good hunter. How would he have figured out that there was any truth to this legend? Right. Uh, like, did he did he specifically look into it? Because that's what they kind of make it sound like. Like he did. Yeah. Did he ever find any truth to it? Maybe maybe when he first found out that there was like ghosts and stuff, he started looking at like all American like legends, things. and then yeah, maybe. I yeah. think that Sam said that question mark. I'm looking okay. at the transcript, and I'll okay. give you a definite answer. Because okay, it makes sense if Sam said it because Dean would have known the answer. He questions. Right. And he questions John. Anyway, yeah, that's so. true. Yeah, and I think it was Sam. But we'll find out in just a few short seconds. It was Sam. Mm, there we go. Ding, ding, yeah. ding. <laughs> um, okay, so and also, I just wrote that down. sorry, mine, I was also right. Dean was the one who said everywhere else it's a story. Here is where it's actually happening. Another thing. Sorry, I just want to flag this as well. <laughs> um, the t- two characters that we are meeting in this episode are named Charlie and Donna, yeah. which doesn't mean much to Abby Jo, but there are going to be characters named that later on yeah. who are, like, way more important. <laughs> so Yes. Also, this um, this episode was filmed in Eric Kripke's home. This is in his hometown. So some of the names are names of his friends from mm-hmm. childhood oh, and stuff. Cool. So those names, probably when they come back, it's, again, to uh, his reference. childhood friends. But yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of names in Supernatural, though, that are repeated, and it's very confusing sometimes. Can I so. tell you guys something that I was, like, for a brief second was like, oh, my God, what is the name of this? So I was thinking about how the person in the mirror is named Mary, and right. obviously the boy's mother's name is Mary, and I was like, I wonder if they were, like, kicking themselves for naming Mary Mary right. now doing this episode, um, just because it's a lot of Mary. But then I was like, John and Mary... John and Mary. I was like, wait a second. What is Jesus's parents' names? Because I knew Mary. And I could not for the life of me remember what the dad's name was. I knew it was a J. And I was like, if it's John. I was like, it doesn't sound right. But I looked it up. It's Joseph. I was like, why do I not know? <laughs> no. Exactly. That's how I felt. The like, it's John. Time. I had to look it up because I was like, I swear if Jesus's parents are named John and Mary and I am only just now making that connection, I'm going to die. I was going but Joshua. Joshua? I know. I was like, I don't know his name. It's Joseph. I, I kept thinking Judas. Is it Judas? Is no it way. Me? That just made me think of the TikTok. Is it no? Is, is it me? Am I? Am I? Am I? Am I? Um, so they go to the library to figure out more about this Mary. They're trying to figure out who she is, what happened to her. They assume she mm-hmm. had a wrongful death. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the so computers aren't working. Correct. Yeah. Dean's <laughs> like, well, this is going to be annoying. And Sam's like, well, not if 
and then they look over and the computers say out of order and he's like i take that back this is gonna be really annoying don't they have a laptop no beth they got rid of it it's 2005 they sold it for cash (laughs) they gave it all to the corner yeah yeah um i just thought it was funny at one point in this scene or like in the what in this time um it's cool sam is talking and he says something about like her oh it's when they're in the bathroom that's when it is i'm just wrong and the mirror's like pointed at him and he's mm-hmm. like and he like goes to say her name and then he like pushes it and he's like her yes. and it just i thought it was, I just thought it was funny because it's like oh us yeah they don't they're the, not saying her name yeah. yeah they're not saying the legend either yeah especially not in front they, of a mirror right they're I mean, smart just like, yeah they know they know things are real yes so. they're superstitious because they that's what they, they do have yeah. Proof. yeah i just thought it was funny because that so, it reminded me of us in um when we were doing episode the w. two mm-hmm. um and we ev- like we found out halfway through and we were like oh and we're gonna no. stop saying the name <laughs> from here on yeah. out so then they uh we yeah they're at the library and then we just jump over to charlie in the car and she's talking with jill those are donna's friends charlie mm-hmm. and jill um charlie's the one that confronted the boys when they were in the bathroom um mm-hmm. so yeah they're on the phone and charlie's like they're like detectives or something and they're obviously talking about the winchesters and she's saying that like she's scared um and jill's like are you serious you actually think that's real and then she goes over and she's like i'm walking to the bathroom charlie <laughs> so then she says it three times in the mirror um i will say the lights are off here there's no candle, so maybe the candle wasn't necessary. Maybe it was just so that Lily would have a little bit of light. But the lights are off. They're off in her whole room, which is creepy to me. I don't know how she's Who doing that. that. Yeah. Psychopath. So, yeah. She says it three times in the mirror, and then a long pause, and Charlie looks so scared. And then Jill does this really good scream. Um, but then she's like, I totally got you. <laughs> she's so mean. And Charlie's like, why do you have to be so mean? And then they hang up. Um and then, though, we see Jill getting ready to go to bed. She takes off her pants. We have to see her in her underwear, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, we see Mary in multiple reflections. And then, like I said, she walks to the mirror. She looks at herself, and her reflection does not move with her. Terrifying. Um, mm. Yeah, horrifying. Mm. And it says, you did it. You killed that boy. And then her eyes start bleeding. And then, and Jill then she dies. Die. So, she yeah. She promptly dies. Jill is a horrible friend. So mean. <laughs> So mean. I would not so talk to you again if you did that to me on the phone. No. I would hang up on you immediately. If you said, I'm walking to the bathroom, and then you said it once, I would hang up, and I would say, I'm not going to be part of this. Yeah. Dial tone immediately. And then hopefully you would hear it go, boop, boop, and then you yes. would not finish. Yes. I would, God, I would hope. <laughs> so you did mention how she's in her underwear, because it's 2005. We've got to, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we just have to have her in her underwear. All I have to say yeah. is how many shots of – mary do we get in different mirrors how many mirrors does this girl have in her dad's room in her in tv because her TV. Yeah. there's also, the, the full-length mirror in her closet and then she mm-hmm. has the mirror at her vanity and then she has a little compact mirror that's sitting right in front of it and then in the tv reflection i'm like girl yeah. We get it. Mary's there. I think we're, uh, yeah, I think we're trying to, like, set up a stereotype about teenage yes. girls. Definitely. We are. Yeah. Um, I have written down, um, I think that this scene, and Jill specifically, I don't watch, I've already told the podcast today that I'm a scary cat, and I do not watch horror movies, but 
especially in like this time period, there's like certain tropes of characters in the horror genre. Mm-hmm. And I think that Charlie is representing like the virginal yeah. character, the the surviving girl who always makes it out of a horror movie. Um, she's always like more morally correct. And then you have the opposite who is like someone who's a little slutty, who's vapid. Um, yeah. Kind of makes fun of the first character who mm-hmm. will end up making it out. Um, so I think that that's why like we see her in her underwear. We see her in all of her mirrors. She has all the makeup and the huge yeah. closet, the bathroom. Like I'd like to flag <laughs> something. Um, Go ahead. So she, the, we see, we, the viewer sees Mary's mm-hmm. reflection multiple times in this mm-hmm. room. And I, maybe I'm incredibly paranoid. I would have seen one of those reflections if I were Jill in this scenario. Absolutely. I know for a fact if I, yeah, no. I can be unobservant, but not with that. No, if, would... if someone else's reflection pops up in my TV or in my mirror, my eyes are immediate. I mean, I see reflections that aren't even there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I know <laughs> my if brain one is actually... already trying to tell me that <laughs> exactly. There's someone if one me. popped up, I would. I don't know if it would save me. It probably wouldn't, but I would see it at least. Um, and we also get the first note that there's something a little amiss because she says, "You did it. Did you it. killed that boy." Yeah. So yes, we don't hear that with uh, Stephen. No. Mm-hmm. Papa Shoemaker. Papa, Papa Shoemaker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, scene six is another just nightmare opening. Um, I think she still says why Sam. He wakes up, still refuses to talk to Dean about it. Dean is like, he's also like, why'd you let me fall asleep? And Dean's like, because I'm, I'm a an good awesome brother. brother. Yeah, he's, yeah like, he's like, we're doing research. You and need I... to sleep. Also, like, Dean hates doing research, but he. he but he was letting Sam sleep and doing the research himself. Because he's a good brother. He's an awesome brother. He's an awesome brother. Because he's an awesome brother. He said it right there. He told um, you. And then Sam is just, like, sarcastic about what the dream's about. Will not talk to him. Yeah. Um, and Dean cannot find anything about any Mary dying in front of a mirror. In the uh, town. They're, locally. They're in the town locally. Correct. And yes. then Charlie calls them. Yes. And then cut scene. Sad. <laughs> It is sad. It's very sad. And we're just crying on a bench. Yep. Just bawling our little eyes out on a bench. She thinks she's crazy. Gotta, we gotta have a woman questioning her sanity, yeah. you know? I think it's so funny. She says, and Jill said it, but that can't be it, can it? But it's like, Jill said it. Lily said it and her father died. Charlie, you know that's what it is. Yeah. You know it is. Don't <laughs> doubt yourself, sister. That's gotta be it. What other, like, you think both these perfectly healthy young people had strokes no that Mm -mm. didn't happen they're trying to like kind of ease her pain dean's like you're not crazy and she's like that makes me feel worse um and so she helps them break into jill's room (laughs) they have a a night vision camcorder and for some reason sam doesn't know how to turn it on yeah (laughs) he's like night vision night vision and dean's like button <laughs> Dean's like oh not to worry I've done many a night vision videos he's, like I'm rubbing my hands together like he's like here we go night vision boop one button they start filming around the room and um Sam's like I don't understand like Steven didn't summon her but Jill did and this is like not lining up um and then they're still looking around the room they turn on the black light and stuff and find some you know, 
stuff. Just have fun with a black light for a second. But then they find, um, like, they peel off the brown paper on the back of the mirror and shine a black light and see a handprint, and it says Gary Bryman. And so then we get into um, who Gary Bryman is. So, yeah, Charlie reads it, and she's like, Gary Bryman? And they're like, do you know who that is? And she's like, I have no idea. Um, and then later they do some research on it. They're back yes. on the bench. Yeah. yeah. They're back on the bench. They cut. They do like a cut. We don't actually see them do research, and it's Sam doing the research. Correct. Um, and he makes, you know. Walks out, and he says he's an eight-year-old boy who mm-hmm. um, was killed in a hit and run. Told Said of the black Toyota Camry? Correct. Wow, Abby Joe. But That's nobody a- got the plates. Nobody, nobody saw the, the driver. Plates. And Charlie's like, oh, God. That's her Jill drove that car. And so they're like, well, okay. And then there's so like this a knowing look between the brothers and they're like, okay, mm-hmm. well. I feel like that's like obviously very morally wrong to leave a hit and run. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just kind of paints yeah. that characterization of Jill a little bit more. So it's very sad. And then they're like, we need to go back to Donna's house and see if we can find a clue like this because we didn't know this clue was here. Mm-hmm. So they do. And they go to the bathroom and they see the name um, Linda Shoemaker. And they are like, we need to talk to Donna. Yep. We have to ask her who this is. And they do. And she's mad. Pissed. She's very mad. She's like, yeah, okay, Linda's my mom. And she overdosed on sleeping pills, but it was just an accident. I need you to leave my house. because Which is fair. Mm-hmm, I, I, would also, I would also kick out anyone in my house trying to imply. That my yeah. dad helped contribute to the to murder like, of my mom. Yeah, right. like to, like, to like, right. death of my mom. Which, I also yeah. Um, like, we kind of learned later that it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, straight-up murder. Right. Um, well, like, at but, least knew about but we it. Don't or know. Yeah. But we don't know. He very well could have killed her. With Steven, we not, have no clue. Right. Yeah, we idea. don't know. Um, but, and then, like, they tell Charlie, like, whatever you do. And she's like, I'm not going to say it. She's like, I'm not an idiot. Like, I'm not stupid. <laughs> but she does stay there with Donna. Because yeah. Donna needs her. And she's, she's a, a good, good friend. friend. She is. So they're back at the hotel, um, and Dean is like, okay, I'm done. Like, I'm going to make this a nationwide search now. And Sam's kind of like, why? And he's like, because there's nothing local. Like, we have to figure something else out. That mm-hmm. Something's happening. Um, and they, the, they discuss, like, the pattern about, like, secrets and, like, a death happening because of the secrets. They go over some mirror lore um, about how, um, like, some people, like, cover up mirrors um while dean looks up nationwide if there's anyone that yeah. fits what they're doing mm-hmm. so what do you have about um covering mirrors um so apparently it's traditional jewish morning p- practice um to cover mirrors um essentially not to be a distraction to the mourners and it's just to put the inf- put the attention on the deceased and not on yourself that's what the jewish tradition is but um a lot of people also believe the soul can become the souls of the deceased can become trapped in the mirrors um the first person to see their reflection in a mirror of in a house where someone had recently died will soon die themselves and then also seeing your reflection by candlelight is bad and during morning your curtains would be drawn so you would likely be using a candle for illumination. And so if you saw yourself walking through the house at 
night or I guess in the day if your curtains are drawn um in a mirror with a candle that is considered to be bad luck so they would just cover Mm -hmm. all the mirrors so that you didn't have to worry about any of those superstitions essentially Mm. one thing I found that I thought just was so funny was um one of the things I read just said we they cover mirrors so that the souls don't become confused. I know. <laughs> and I was like, we're just assuming we're that just, as soon as someone dies, they're an idiot. Yeah. And they just, has no idea what's going yeah. on. They're like, and they wait, just, a mirror? Oh, this is fair. I've this? never so seen my reflection it before. I've forgotten what a mirror is. So Dean finds uh, that Mary Worthington died in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And so they decide to go and talk to the detective that was on the case. And he's got, he's got his oh. suspicions. Oh, sorry. Go Say for it. it. Flag it, girl. Um, <laughs> let me flag, flag away. Something to flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam talks about how mirrors, like the lore with mirrors, is like the true. They reveal all your secrets and lies. They're the true reflection of your soul mm-hmm. in lore. Um, and a podcast that I listen to is called Carrying Wayward. It's also a supernatural podcast. It's really good. If you don't listen to that one, you definitely should. Um, Mary on there uh, talked about how when this was said, um, Dean kind of gets like a little like, hmm, like he like kind of gets a little flustered about it. And it could be he's hiding something about himself and he doesn't talk about to other people. Yeah. Um, and so she, I had never noticed that when I watched. And so when I watched, I saw him like kind of like make this like scrunched up face when Sam talked about like mirrors showing a true reflection to yourself. Um, is Mary and there is a, a bi-lever? A bi-lever. Yes, okay. I did not know what you were talking about. Yes, okay. uh, she she does believe that Dean Winchester is bisexual. Yeah, so they talk to the detective, and he's like, usually in a case, you know, you can tie it up. There might be a couple loose ends, but, like, you can pretty much explain it away, but not this one. This one mm-hmm. was a really difficult one. And so he explains that, like, they have they just he has no clue what happened to her basically they Mm -hmm. say i'm looking at the transcript so she was 19 years old she lived by herself which is crazy for 19 yeah in in the town she grew up in it sounds like she just moved out she did local beauty contests and did well in them it seems but she wanted to leave indiana um and be an actress yeah aspirations dreams of being an actress but her eyes were cut out with a knife Mm. which is horrifying um and so they're like, so here's the thing. We want to know what you think happened. We mm-hmm. know the facts. We want to know what you think happened, detective. And he's like, okay, so I'm not supposed to have a copy of this. But, <laughs> but I, do, I do. And I'm going to show it to you. And so he shows them the mirror. And in blood, written on the mirror, is T-R-E. And he's like, I think that's the name of her killer, basically. A guy named Trevor Sampson, who was a doctor who we are supposing she was having an affair with and Mm -hmm. she was going to tell his wife and he decided to kill her with knives because it looked professional because he's a surgeon so he's like i might as well right be surgical yeah right and he's dead so they can't like find him and she was cremated and they can't her her bones and her mirror was given back to her family so they can't burn that either (laughs) so Now they're like, well, crap. <laughs> yeah, so they have to, like, figure out who is in the family and who has the mirror because they're trying to track down if it has any relation with yes. the people dying in mm-hmm. Ohio. The next scene is 
at Donna and Charlie's high school. And they're fighting over the boys coming, questioning Donna about her parents, which, like, fair. I understand why Donna is upset. Um, I also feel like they would have had this conversation, though, when Charlie stayed at her house. house. Yeah. Right. Uh, Maybe she was too upset. Maybe she brought it up again. And so Donna summons Mary. um, But the lights are on in the bathroom. They are. So it actually just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just say your name three times. In the show, at least. Yeah. In a reflection. Yeah. So now we see Mary stalking Charlie, which begs the question, who has Charlie killed? What has Charlie been up to? What what has happened? Um, She has a major panic attack, freak out at school, and I do not blame her a bit. (laughs) She just goes nuts. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being in that class and be like, you'll never believe what Charlie right. did? The teacher did. Can not. you imagine going back to that class as Charlie? No. Oh my gosh. No. Dropping out. Yeah. Transfer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The teacher, when he like grabs her, absolutely and he's like, not. Charlie. I know. That would make me panic more. I would hit oh, him. Hell yeah. Well, also, he should not have his hands on her. I don't care if she's losing her mind. That's yeah. not his place. It was 2005. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. It's not okay. <laughs> You're right. But it was You're 2005 right. when. I feel like. Compared to the aggressive action he takes to her body, his tone and what he says is much nicer. Yeah, it is. Because it's for like, because sure. he's like, "What's happening? What's yeah. wrong?" But like shaking her, right, <laughs> while he does it. I know. Yeah, she. But she's terrified and she and runs she, out. She sees her in his glasses and just yeah dips. Um, we cut back to the Impala. Um, they're talking about like the sh- how. Vengeful spirits and ghosts don't care about shades of gray. Um, well, they find out that the mirror has been sold by the family. Also. Ah, yes. Good yeah, they, they find and then out Charlie that calls for they've help. sold it. Sorry. I'm yeah, so they sorry. sold it to an antique store. Antique <laughs> store. They sold it to an antique store in Toledo. So that explains why Mary's vengeful spirit is in Toledo, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, yeah, they get a call from... Then they get a call from Charlie. They go to her. She's in the hotel. They're covering everything. Sam and Dean, like, tell her, like, pretty much, like, we're going to save you. You just need to sit here with your eyes closed and don't look at anything. And she's like, but I can't live this way forever. Right. And Sam's like, don't worry. We're going to fix it. (laughs) What did I just say? We're going to fix it. (laughs) Um, But they're like, we need to know what. They said, like, what happened? And she's like, I don't really know why they needed to know that. Yeah. No, they didn't. Like, I, think, I don't know um, either, but. So now we can talk about what Charlie is guilty of. So Charlie says, I'm just going to read it. Yep. I had this boyfriend. I loved him, but he kind of scared me too, you know? And one night at his house, we got in this fight. Then I broke up with him and he got upset and he said he needed me and he loved me. And he said, Charlie, if you walk out that door right now, I'm going to kill myself. And she said, go ahead. And she walked out and he killed himself. So she says that that is her fault. Like, they do kind of give it a little bit of not her being her fault, but it is not flagged not enough fault. that that was abusive behavior, that yeah. was manipulative behavior. She's, what, at this point, 17? Before, so who knows? Even if that happened a year ago, she was, like, 16, 15. That is absolutely not the responsibility of anyone. If anyone tells you that, you should call someone to get them help, and it's not your fault. You can walk out. Yeah, yeah. If anyone yeah. is listening to this podcast and you have someone talking to you that way, it's abusive, it's manipulative. Yeah. yeah. It's also horrifying to me that she would experience this in high school. Yeah. Like, yes. that that young, which I also had a boyfriend in high school who told me he was going to kill himself if I <laughs> didn't talk yeah. to him. 
but um, he didn't. So it's different a little bit. But um, it's just horrifying. It's just awful mm-hmm. that she had to experience that at such a, such a young age. And then, like, where did he learn that from? Who taught yep. him that he could be manipulative like that? His father, most likely, mm-hmm. and the world in general yeah. told him it was okay. Yeah, horrible. So sad. And the show doesn't do anything to let the viewers know that that is abusive, manipulative behavior. No. It doesn't, it does not paint that boy. I'm very sorry that the fictional boy took his own life. Yeah, it's sad. I'm very sympathetic for that. However, making it Charlie's fault is wrong. Yeah. And so Dean, Dean literally says, well, that's not Charlie's fault. Very glad he said that. But Sam says, well, vengeful spirits don't work with shades of gray. Someone, there was a secret. Someone died. Now That's good enough. So they're driving. While they're talking about this, they're like on their way to the antique shop. So Sam has the idea to summon her. He's like, I've been thinking about it. I don't think this is going to be enough. I don't think we can just summon her. Wait, what does he say? Summon her and smash the mirror, right? Yeah. Which I also agree with Sam. Like that seemed like it was not going to be. Oh, right. He was saying they couldn't just smash the mirror. They had to summon her and smash the mirror. Right. And so Dean's like, well, who's going to do that? And he's like, me. Because obviously he feels like he's guilty. Also because Sam's the main character. (laughs) It's just another point to the fact that he is. Yeah. He feels guilt for Jessica's death clearly. And Dean's like. This is, it's not your fault. This, he pulls the car over this. and is yeah. like, we have got to talk about this. Yeah. Like, you he are says, not doing well. You think that's your dirty little secret or something? He's like, he's so done. He's like, this is not your fault, Sam. Like, and it, yeah, I can understand both sides. Sam is obviously mourning his girlfriend. Yes. Who Traumatized. are pretty sure he loved. Like, it was a serious relationship from what we know. But Dean on the outside, not having ever known Jessica and Sam together, he's like... This is not your fault. Just like mom dying wasn't dad's fault. He's like, this is no one's fault because that's how Dean thinks. But Sam, of course, yeah, he's not seeing things objectively because he's sad. Right. So then they get to the antique store, right? Yes. And they're like, Dean's like, maybe they already sold it (laughs) because they're walking past all these mirrors and they can't find it. So many. And then, of course, right at that moment, Sam's like, I don't think so. Not likely. He's right in front of the mirror. Yeah. (laughs) Right in front. The giant mirror. Like, how did y'all not see that? Yeah, I know. The dark, obviously. And then, yeah, just as just as they find the mirror, a car pulls up, and Dean's like, "I'll go check that out." And then he punches some cops. But of course, the timing, the poetic timing of having Sam having to deal with this on his own, because Mary talks to him in the mirror. She kills him, mu- or tries to kill him, much more slowly. Sam dies in this episode. <laughs> Spoiler alert! It's called Supernatural because from this episode on. He's a ghost. <laughs> oh, I like it. His eyes start bleeding in the in the she's, mirror. Almost at the she's camera. Just, she's just monologuing through she's Sam. Like, yeah. She's like, "You killed Jessica. Yeah. You had nightmares for days, and or, you didn't do anything." This about is a it. very big revelation to all of us. We did not mm-hmm. know that this was happening. It now makes sense as to why, when he's having nightmares now, we can hear Jess saying, "Why, Sam?" Yeah, and it's because he feels him leaving her. He should have told her about, you know, his, I don't know, dream visions of her dying. He wanted them so badly to not be real. To be fair, I don't think he's ever had visions before, so I don't know why he would think that. (laughs) Like, right. Like, do you just wake up one day from a nightmare being like, I'm a prophet. So Dean busts in and he's like, Sam, and he busts the mirror. (laughs) He Hulk smashes (laughs) that mirror. 
And they're like, he has to. Right. Well, Sam does, you know, to be fair to them, Sam doesn't look like he's on the verge of exploding his eyeballs, so they think it's mm-hmm. over. And then yeah. Mary learned a new trick, does something absolutely terrifying, and crawls out of the mirror. Yeah. Which I they, hated that. They based this Mary off of the girl in the ring, and she Makes does sense. look like the girl in the yes. ring. She's she horrifying. really does. Yes. She's so scary when she crawls out of the mirror, and she's standing up, and she's her head's ugh. Mm, I have to admit that when that played, I focused on writing the outline while that was going on because I didn't want to watch it. It's it really so scary. Me out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so scary. Right before that, Doesn't I typed. It? Oh, sorry. You got it, Anna? Sorry. I typed, it's truly horrifying is what I typed. I put, why scary. does she crawl out of the mirror like that? WTF. <laughs> That's what's in my what oh, I, she's being She's being so dramatic and for why? Yeah. For why, though? Why didn't she just walk out of it like a normal She did want to be an actress. She She did. uh, That's true. Sorry, Mary. Yeah. The Mary slander was unnecessary. You're doing great. She said, I am am performing. She did great. She was incredible. So when she crawls out of the mirror and scares Mm -hmm. the crap out of all of us, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) she um, is facing them, of course, and they're, like, on their backs trying to crawl away because mm-hmm. they're very scared and both of their eyes start bleeding I which have a is interesting why yes. why do dean's eyes start bleeding because i thought that your eyes a- only bleed if you have done something right. wrong so i read about that and it okay. was supposed to be a plot line that they continued with a dark secret dean had but they dropped it i absolutely know that supernatural <laughs> was not going to say that Dean Winchester was by in 2005. I know that that's probably not the plot line that they were going for, but intention versus impact. Um, They dropped the storyline and now it's in the show. It is canon that his eyes started to bleed. Dean has a secret. God, I hope that wouldn't be the dark secret though. Yeah. Like all these other secrets are related to murder. Murder. (laughs) That would be horrifying if that's what they intended. I can see the homophobia (laughs) Of making yeah. Dean Winchester bisexual, the dark secret. Picks up the mirror and turns it around, and a crazy inception moment happens. Why did I she was start melting? My, my, okay, yeah. <laughs> but so Mary looks at herself in the mirror, and her reflection starts saying, You did it. You killed all those people. Um, but like, how confusing? Because yeah. that's her. Yep. But this is also her. I, yeah, that so, was so, so confusing to me. But then, yeah, she just melts. Unlike so any who is of the vengeful spirit? And Dean smashes the mirror because he's like, no, we are done yeah. with that. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. And then they make the very funny joke about, like, was that, like, 600 years of bad luck? I did <laughs> the math. If you had 600 years of bad luck and each mirror is seven years, they, they murdered about 85 to 86 mirrors. They smashed them. <laughs> they murdered. I know. I realized that was a really weird way to say that. Okay. So, Hannah, <laughs> you have some things to tell us about the lore or the legends and history about breaking yes. mirrors. Yes. I'm so, excited. Um, I, was, I was really enjoying reading about this. So, um, the myth started with the Romans a long, 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 long time ago's days. Mm. Um, and so, like Beth said earlier, um, when they say that the soul, the mirror also reflects the soul, not just your appearance, but your soul. Um, the Romans believed that, but they believed that the soul regenerated every seven years. Oh. So, yes, like you would have a, 
That's kind of interesting, like how your like skin does that. Like, yeah, on very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. And like taste buds. Although seven, seven is a powerful number. Yeah, in, like, right. Lots of lore and religions. In stuff, several so. religions, yeah. Yeah. So um, since the mirror shows your appearance and soul, breaking a mirror would mean that you had to wait for a new soul to rid yourself Ooh. of bad luck. That's why you have bad luck for seven years. It's until oh. your new soul has regenerated. I know, very interesting. Others believed, though, that mirrors were devices of the gods. So the gods created mirrors and liked to look at their subjects, I guess, through mirrors. And so when you broke one, you pissed a god off and they would just oh. torment you. Um, less for, exciting for seven years. <laughs> yeah, for seven years, for whatever Anything reason. I've so, learned from like Greek and Roman mythology is that those gods and goddesses be vengeful. So. Yeah, they're, they're mean. So <laughs> I would like to give you guys some tips. If you break a mirror, what you can Ooh. do to possibly reverse it. So the first one is to throw salt over your left shoulder at the devil who will be behind you. Mm. The French throw it um, into his eyeball so they have time to run away. Maybe easy, but if you don't have salt near you, could be difficult. This needs to be right um, after the, next the breaking? One. Yes. Most of these need oh. to be like as soon after the breaking as they can possibly be. Oof, yeah. I'm too late. The next thing you could try is to spin in a circle three times to confuse the spirits. Mm. But don't <laughs> well, do didn't. that if... What? We, we did learn that once you die, spirits are... They get confused. Dumb. So. Um, but don't do that if you haven't broken a mirror because if you do that on its own that will give you bad luck you can grind the mirror um down into a fine powder so that there's no reflection um i don't know who has the ability to do that but if you do um you can reuse the broken mirror by making a mosaic or another craft um i don't have any explanation on why that would work but you can do it apparently in the internet um, it's so yes Toss the broken mirror into a south running stream if all else has failed, LOL. That's what I typed. That washes the bad luck away in seven hours instead of seven years. So if... Let me just go find a south running well, stream. Nice. Thank you for saying that. If you don't have one, you can also use a faucet in your sink or bathtub. You can blacken the mirror with fire. Again, no idea why. Um, you can touch a tombstone with one singular glass shard which is supposed to lift the seven-year curse immediately if there happens to be a full moon you can reflect the moon in the shard to reverse the bad luck but not while touching a tombstone and last but not least you can bury the pieces so far underground that the spirits can't find them <laughs> at night though at night so it's less likely mm -hmm. to, be, to see yourself in the pieces Apparently, the way that you know this works is if you can see your reflection in other mirrors. I guess if, you're, if your luck has been taken away, you can't see yourself in mirrors? I don't know. That wasn't explained, but that's how you can know. I'm going to have that stored in my brain. <laughs> you should be. Just in case. Yep. Really could have used it when I was like nine. Next year, Beth, our soul mm -hmm. will have regenerated. Bam. We'll have a new soul yeah. next year. My so soul watch regenerated out. last year. It did. Nice. Noise. Yeah, cool, right now, me and Hannah's, our souls are getting a little crusty. They're old. Yeah, <laughs> y'all got crusty souls. <laughs> yep. Oh, Lord. Lord have mercy. Lord um, have mercy on our old crusty souls. <laughs> our old crusty souls. 
in the last scene, Sam and Dean are in the car and they are driving Charlie to her house. And she's like, so this is over. And they're like, yeah, it's totally over. And she just says, thank you. And um, doesn't hug anybody. She just gets out of the car and walks inside. I love it. First of all, I'm she's really underage. Glad no that one hit on the underage girl. Yeah, they so were very glad. appropriate. And then Sam says, he's like, Charlie, I just wanted to tell you, your boyfriend's death is not your fault. You should not feel bad about that. No matter what you did, he probably would have done it anyway. Um, and she's, she does not say anything. She just smiles and walks away. And Dean's like, that was great advice. And then his little um, smirk after he says that is so cute. What? Yeah, it is. <laughs> and then so Dean's like, I want to I wanna know what your secret is. And Sam's like, look, you're my brother. I'd die for you, but I'm not telling you my secret. Um, and I think the way Dean's face when Sam says I'd die for you is really sweet. He looks like he's like... He thought that Sam felt that way, but he just got, like, the affirmation that Sam loves him as much as he loves him. Um, And it was really sweet. It was cute. But, yeah, so he's like, I'm not going to tell you. And then he sees Jessica in a nightgown, a white nightgown. She's on the corner. They turn, and she's gone. I think we should always probably end the episode with, like, checking in on how you think the season is going. Just because you're the one who hasn't seen the show before. Um, Is there anything that's, like... Standing your out. interest on like what's yeah. gonna happen next based off of this episode like things that you're anything like, you flagged about. did you flag anything <laughs> <laughs> i don't have any current like predictions um mm. do you think we'll see john anytime soon mm. oh gosh because mm-hmm. they kind of have not talked about that in a hot they didn't minute. talk about john this whole episode except for like well ex- i love yeah. that they in brought passing, him up but, not, but like, like not where is he, where he is. um these boys are sufficient on their own. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't know. I hate John Winchester Club <laughs> members. I don't know if they almost are like not bringing him up so that we're like not thinking about it, and then it's like boom, there he is. There's John, and like Maybe. here's a little tidbit about where he is, or like something like that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think he's just gonna like show up all of a sudden. Now, really, I'm being honest. I don't know if he's in any of the other seasons as, like, a main character. Like, mm. y'all, when I say I know nothing about this show, I know nothing about this show. Um, That's why we like to keep you. Yeah. So. Yeah, don't look it up. I don't have a lot of questions right now because I feel like I don't have a lot of information right now. You know what I mean? That's true. We are only on episode yeah, five. that's true. So, so next week, we're going to be talking about episode six, Skin. You're listening to us now, so you can keep listening the way you are now but if you want a different way to listen to us we're on spotify apple podcasts google podcasts and amazon music or podbean if you want to listen to us listen to us on podbean we're also there (laughs) um you can follow us on tiktok and instagram at 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 raising perdition um and on uh, Twitter, we are at SPN underscore RP podcast. And you can follow me at Beth Ray Brin on all my socials. Anything else to say, ladies? No, nope. I don't think so. Nope. All right. Thank you for listening to Raising Perdition, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye.